Francisco 49 is deep in the heart. Like Joe Montana in the corner, deep Clark. Garrison Hurst, stiff farm going 99. Don't get it twisted, one and all with prime time. John Taylor, Jerry Rice down the sideline. NDB, greatest owner of all time. Groovy, Walgreens, Bill Belichick were all students. Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of the 49er Faithful UK Show. I'm Paul Hope, and tonight I'm joined by the dynamic duo, Gareth Ellis. <laughs> Hello. And Naji Kara. Hello. I wonder who's Robin. <laughs> I'll, I'll let you guys decide that between <laughs> you. This Sunday, the 49ers visit the 3-4 and four Chicago Bears for what is a 5 o'clock UK start on Halloween. Some might say that's quite fitting, and I'll leave it up to everybody to decide if it's going to be a trick or treat. It's Ooh. safe to say at this point, the honeymoon period is officially over for Kyle Shanahan. If you log on to 49ers Twitter, you'll see some people wanting to fire Shanahan, some people want to fire John Lynch, and pretty much everybody wants rid of Jimmy G at quarterback. In terms of the fan anger and frustration, we're at a whole new level that hasn't been seen in years. And given that we are known as the faithful, at times it's been tested to its limit. That said, I'm known for being quite positive. And the good news, everybody, is we are not last in the division. And we are mm. currently, as Nadji pointed out, Four-point favourites for Sunday's game, with the over-under being set at 39.5. And as bad as the 49ers were last Sunday, you could argue that the Chicago Bears were actually worse in their 38-3 loss to the Tampa Bay. Which leads me nicely, gentlemen, onto discussion about score prediction and Sunday's games. Who would like to go first? Oh, God. Uh, I'll go first. Um... Good man. I, I honestly have no idea what what we're capable of anymore. Um, but it's definitely going to be a low-scoring affair unless something drastic happens, which we're going to talk about it very soon, hopefully. Uh, I'm going to say 20 to 14. Uh, Niners win. Uh, I haven't completely left the bandwagon left yet in the fandom to the sidewalk. Um, yeah, but a slow margin, ugly game, I think. Um, well say Gareth, Paul. Yeah, I think much much the same. I, I've been thinking this week I, you could pick any two numbers out of the air and and they might uh, uh, be a good match for this sort of game. I think it's going to be low scoring, two, two struggling uh, offences, two struggling quarterbacks. Uh, uh, I was going to go with something very similar to you. I think it's going to be something like a 20 to 13. I'm still going to say a Niners win, but that's, that's out of a... Um, a desire to be positive rather than any <laughs> expectation that we're going to win one of the bottom teams in the league because, unfortunately, uh, we're in good company with them at the moment. Yep. There we go. Go on, Paul. Do something more positive. Blow out oh, win. Well, to be honest, when I was prepping for today, I was seeing scores like 20 to 19 and 21 to 20, and I thought, we can't have another nail-biter. So I'm chuckling because my prediction no surprise, 49ers win, keeping up the positivity, was a 21-13, to and I thought that was quite low, so looking at your two, I think what we're showing to everybody is we're being kind of realistic with where our offence is, but like Nadji said, we're not jumping off the bandwagon just yet, we'll always pull for a 49ers win on this show. Well, we'll we'll see next week. So where do we begin with Sunday's short uh, game, gentlemen? What what do we think? I mean, K- Khalil Mack out injured. Yeah, surely the universe is willing Kyle Shanahan to win this game. When I saw that injury flash up on Twitter, 
Yeah, I also saw another injury, somebody that didn't practice. That's Debo. That's a little bit concerning. Um, I mean, yeah, we usually start talking offense versus their defense. So I think we can start here. And um, I mean, should we talk about the elephant in the room and Jimmy mm-hmm. G starting? Yeah, go on then. That'll be fun. Yeah. Why is he starting? Trellance is practicing. I, I don't understand. Um, I've I've seen analysis about Sunday night game, more plays that he's completely missed. Um, I don't, I don't get it. I, I hope um, Kyle can come to his senses as fast as possible and start Trey. But let's talk Jimmy because that's that's our quarterback. Um, I think there's a chance that there is a chance he he, he shows up and he puts a good performance in. Um, I don't think he's the worst QB we've ever seen, and he. He does have the ability to play much better than he did on Sunday. I think everybody's asking for him to be benched because it's it's always going to be a coin flip whether he's good or or very bad, essentially. And and we can't just rely on that to uh, you know score points, move the offense down the field. Um, but since he is going to start, I think he's. His short game, his, his, his quick throws are going to be uh, quite decisive because they, they've got a good secondary. I think Eddie Jackson is probably one of the best safeties in the league. Um, he's clearly not being helped by a poor D-line this year, but same boat we're in, essentially. Um, but I think, I've, I think you know, Tom Brady showed it last week. Um, you can pick them apart because they're clearly lacking pass rush. Um, and if Jimmy has time, and the offensive line gives him that. I think there is a chance he could, you know, score three touchdowns. That would be nice. Um, and, you know, I, I don't think we're asking any much more of him right now than just not turn the ball over, be smart, um, just stay ahead of the chains and, and score points when we can um, and try and stay on top of the game. Do you, do you think he can do that, Gareth? Do you think even after an atrocious display on Sunday night, he can redeem himself and maybe turn the season over around? Uh, I have no idea. I don't, I, I'm not very confident in that at all. I mean, he, he started the season okay in Detroit and we thought, okay, that's the level we need him to play at. And he's just deteriorated steadily each each game. Um, my my fear is it, he could still get worse. Um, and, and, you know, it's it's not helped with, with Kyle Shanahan's, you know, both his words to the press and, and his bizarre play calling when... Elijah Mitchell's back. We've got we've got running backs, and and he just seems to forget to use them for second quarters, third quarters. Then suddenly we remembered, oh yeah, I've, I've actually got a fairly tidy running back in in Elijah Mitchell. Let's get him on again. Uh, I don't know. It's just I don't know what the the team is trying to do. I, I don't quite know what what Shanahan's plan is. I think. Well, I think his 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 plan was probably for for Trey Lance to sit this year, obviously not being ready, um, and he he's been left in this sort of no man's land of Jimmy being really quite poor, um, but sticking to his guns of Trey isn't ready. Obviously, Trey's coming back from the injury. I think it's probably a good idea not to not to rush him back, because there's a good chance I think we're going to see more of him towards the end of the season. Because I I just can't see sort of Jimmy just something clicking uh, and him suddenly becoming, um, you know, even back to where he was in, in the Detroit game. I think his, his confidence is shattered and he, he is a player that has survived as, as has needed that confidence to get him through games. Um, and that's when we can see the, the good parts of his game, which we have seen before. 
Um, and it's all just been swallowed up with the, with all the poor parts of his game. Um, and it's just made worse with, with Shanahan's strange play calling. So I really don't know what to expect. I'd like us to just go back to just doing some simple stuff. Uh, I think the best thing to do with Shanahan was to find an old, old playbook or an old game plan from 2018 or 2019 and go, you know what, I'm just going to go back to this and, and, and take a step back and just see if our offense can actually get some momentum going. Um, but I, I'm not hopeful it's, it's going to happen. Um, I think Shanahan is, is stubborn uh, and, is, and is refusing to stare the reality in the face of, of whatever we plan for this season isn't working. Um, but I, I hope I've, I've been wrong before. So hopefully we'll come out and light it up. But I, I can't see Jimmy, you know, throw into three touchdowns. As you said, I'm, I'm happy if Jimmy just doesn't turn over the ball. Um, and we'll we'll take some chances and maybe a defensive touchdown or a, or a special teams play or a, or a short field from an interception something like that. That's that's probably what what we're kind of hoping for because uh, I think our offense is just lost and leader leaderless at the moment. Come on, Paul, cheer me up, mate. <laughs> uh, it's it's interesting, isn't it? Because like you said, as fans, we prepare for this show and after last week's dismal performance. You're right. We've come into week eight. None of us know. Who's where Shanahan's going? Is he committed to Jimmy G? And if he is, like you said, Gareth, his game plan needs to be better. I mean, I was looking at the stats in our last three games, we've converted six of 36 on third downs, one of That's 11 sick. last Sunday. Like you said, it's, it's terrible football. And trying to cheer myself up, I've got a, a colleague who's a Bears fan, and he's been texting me this week, and he was like, You'll beat us. We're terrible. We're awful. And I'm sat there going, did you watch our game against the Colts? And he's saying, <laughs> did you watch our game against the Bucks? And for for all, sometimes when you step outside, Kyle Shanahan, as much as he's getting the grief and the criticism, deservedly so, his job is pretty safe compared to the other side. You know, Matt Nagy, my friend, is a massive, he wants rid of him. And he said he's just thrown Justin Fields to the Wolves. He said, I wanted to see Justin Fields be the quarterback, but we haven't got the team. And you think, is Kyle, like you said, Gareth, Trey wasn't ready for this season, as Kyle has said. And he's come out this week, Kyle Shanahan, and said, I drafted Trey to be the quarterback of the future. But the problem is we're stuck in this kind of no-man's land yet again, coming on the short night, thinking, you know, we just don't want Jimmy to turn the ball over. We just want to run the ball. But we just need better from Kyle Shanahan. So I'm, I'm moving it away from Jimmy Nadji and saying, fine, for me, Kyle Shanahan <laughs> needs to... It's well-documented. His first 15 or so players are scripted. But the NFL knows about those first 15 players. What he needs to do is get out his bag of tricks, show us, he can put a game plan in place. If we can't beat the Chicago Bears this week, then for me the season is totally done. And you're in a division where Seattle got beat again the other night. The only saving grace for me at the moment is Seattle seem worse than us. And sorry, Gareth, I'm trying to remain positive and I'm <laughs> on the hype train for this week. I do think we'll win on Sunday. Like, Mac out is a massive bonus for us because we know Jimmy struggles under pressure so he would have been their star man coming after the quarterback and he's not there now No, I think you're right um, the, the, what I'm really looking for toward this game is not even that Jimmy plays well or redeems himself but I want I want to see Kyle reacting to to the losses and maybe just try and have some fun I don't know I think maybe you're right Gareth go back to something that worked something that just try something to spark any kind of, you know, positive 
momentum forward. Um, it's just I don't want to see a bad football game. I th- I think that's what ultimately, you, you know, we said it during the the previews and during the off season. We're attacking the season, and all we want to see is is good football. We want to see our team being competitive, having fun uh, in you know in good games. And if if sometimes at the end of one you lose because the other team is better than you, then that's one thing. But at the moment we haven't shown anything that's even remotely fun. You know, where's the jet sweep to IU? We can leap over a defender in the end zone. Where's you know? All of those fun plays to George Kill and emotions in the backfield that confuses everybody. Where is all that gone? Um, so that's what I want to see. I hope Carl can just, you know, come out of his head and just go out there and just play football and have some fun and, you know, call some good plays and see what happens and, you know, try to have fun, trying to be the best team on the field and, as I said, just spark something uh, wherever it comes from. Um, if yeah. it's Jimmy, it's Jimmy. If it's you know Mitchell, it's Mitchell. I don't really care. I just want. I just like to see a bit of life in my team, uh, which we haven't seen for three, four weeks now. But there's a there's a definite lack of leadership, I think, in the offense. You, yeah. you know, we talked about it last time. Jimmy Jimmy's checked out, and without without Trent Williams, without George Kittle, you know, it's it's Debo and you know Elijah Mitchell that's a rookie. There's where where's the leaders? Where's where's the people who are who are saying this is not acceptable? That seemed to be apparent at the end of the Colts game. People were just like, oh, I just want to get off in the, into the locker room. There, there didn't seem to be that desire. And the Colts seemed to have it by saying, this team's there for the for the taking. Let's go and beat them. Um, it might be being harsh, but I, I think that's that's part of the, the fact that we're struggling with that identity, that there there isn't a player who, who is, who's going to be able to make those... Uh, you know, tough words to to the guys around him, and 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 pull a play out that suddenly we've seen it before. One big play, and you can get all your momentum back. Suddenly, all the swagger's back. Everybody's confident. If that big play doesn't happen, the 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 team just looks flat when it's on offense, particularly when we go behind, because no one's got any any faith we'll we'll be able to catch a team. Well, that's a problem as well, Gareth. To jump in on there, the stats since 2020, when we've been behind at half time own 12 you've said there you know we fall behind we're not going to come back and that's quite a scary thought you know Nadji says a lot talks a lot of you know about fine margins in the NFL and there's you know but that's a terrible start you fall 0 to 12 at half times in 2012 we don't come back you know the Rams McVeigh his record's exceptional whenever they're ahead at half time they win the game yeah. they've gone out and improved the Cardinals this year like I said, the saving grace for us in our division is Seattle. For me, I've tempered my expectations now to get a game at a time, week. This league now for me is week to week. Yeah. Circumstances can change quickly with the teams, but basically, go in. If we can win each week, build some momentum and just say from there, that to me has to be the mindset. We have to do better. I have been kind of a bit more positive when you go back and you watch some of the game t- tape. So if you go on Twitter and Brian Baldinger does a great job of breaking it down, there's a great play to Ayuk that Shanahan had clearly drafted up and Jimmy just doesn't see him. And if he hits him, 80-yard home run, and you think, actually, is it little fine margins like that? Like you said, Najee, if we hit that once in the game to start off with and we go from there, it, hopefully it all clicks on Sunday. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. all we I think I think it's a great mentality to have. We we go Sunday and I mean we're all down now because 
I think Sunday night football was maybe the worst game we've seen in a long time that we didn't expect because, you know, the Mullins and Bethards and, and all that, if it goes bad, you kind of like, well, you know, it's Mullins. Um, but we, we don't really have any excuses right now apart from, you know, missing George and, and that's about it, really. Um, so, yeah, I think I think it's a good mentality for everybody out there. Just let's look at Sunday. Uh, it's a winnable game. We can win this game. We're a better team than they are. Uh, it's just going to come down to discipline, to executing the plays, and take what they give us. You know, if they want to stack the box with eight, we have to be able to pick them apart. Um, and Jimmy has to do a better job of that, which I, I think he can. You know, um, everybody mm-hmm. likes to remind everybody about that. Saints game where you know he picked that defense apart. Well, he's gonna have to do that that kind of that kind of job to to maybe win the game and hopefully who knows it, we might even score more than twenty one points. Um, I'm you know I'm not holding my breath for it, but you know it's it's definitely possible and it's there. And then who knows if the game goes really well and we you know we spark a little bit of fun, a bit of momentum. We're playing. We're playing the Cardinals next week, and George might be back, and Dre might be back, and and who knows? We keep them down to 17 points, and we can score, you know, another 25, 70 points, and then we're on two winning streak, and we ended, you know, the Cardinals winning streak, and and who knows where the season goes from there. Um, so that's great, and um, I hope that's that what that's what can happen. But there's also, I think, in the back of everybody's mind, the the somber, you know thoughts that if we lose this against the, against the Bears uh, I think we're toast aren't we Gareth <laughs> pretty much I mean, looking at the rest of the schedule we got uh, we got the Bears coming up we've got we've got the Jaguars and we've got the Falcons and other than that it's kind of difficult to look where a, a win might be other, other than even the Falcons <laughs> might probably beat us with you know yeah. their, their, their offense and... I mean at least at least the Seahawks for how bad they are they know as soon as Russell Wilson's back yeah. They'll, they'll have a chance. And I, I looking around the NFC, you know, 10 wins should get you probably a playoff spot, I think. Or you should you should be very close. Yeah. So we, we can still lose, what is it, three more games. Um, and then yeah. it's not necessarily all lost. But that obviously means us winning out against teams like Cincinnati, the, the AFC's number one seed, yeah. and, and like Tennessee. And at the moment, the, the gulf between our performances and theirs is is enormous. I mean, right now, playing them, you're looking about, oh, if we can keep it down to a 10-point loss, we'll have done okay. Because that, that, is, that is the difference between the level those teams are playing at uh, and where we are. And the, the frustration is we know we can be just so much better and none of it's clicking. And it's it's there's, there's a lot of blame, I think, now on Shanahan. There's, there's obviously a lot on Jimmy, but I think a lot of it as well is just... It's just a little bit from from everybody and everywhere, and some something needs to change. And I I, I can't see it coming from Jimmy. Um, sorry sorry to say to him, but I, I just I just can't see it. He's never necessarily been that player who's going to drag the team along behind him. Um, yeah, I'm trying to be cheery. Uh, well, where do, where do you? Let's try and be cheery and let's find out where where the, when could the spark come from you know obviously it has to come from Kyle uh, that's just that's just a given he's the, the head coach right but who on the field do you think could could light us up maybe if Brandon Ayuk wakes up and has a big game hopefully I mean it's, it seems to be Debo at the moment he is the yeah. offense um, I, I'd like to see uh, a use check get a couple more 
receptions. He's he's always been been good, and and he's carved out some some big plays and some big momentum plays. Obviously, Elijah Mitchell, he, he ran straight down the Colts' throat from that first uh, possession on on Sunday night, and and looked good. And then Shanahan just seemed to bench him for two quarters, or, or use him very sparingly. So. It's got to come from somewhere, or or maybe we haven't really talked about the defense. Maybe it's going to come from that, where keep giving the offense ball or keep giving them short field. Someone like you know a strict strip sack from Nick Bosa, something like that can can swing that momentum um, and give us the ball, give us a short field, um, and and keep some points going and and build a lead that our defense can actually then defend, and hopefully they'll they'll play a little little bit but sort of less anxious I think which is maybe where some of the pass interference has been because the defense has has not had any confidence that if they don't stop our offense isn't going to come back and 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 sort of match the points that they've put on the board what do you think Paul defense yeah I was I was going to say it leads nicely I think Najee the frustration is you've said it we're a talented team I know games aren't won on paper I think the reason the fan base is frustrated there's 20 years of frustration coming out not Kyle we're heading into another losing season as it stands tonight. And I'm loving the positivity, Nadji. We're not going to go down that path. And like like you've said, Gareth, the defence. Now, what's quite ironic heading into this, Justin Fields was on our board when we mm. did the show at the start of the season. And I've, as I was allocated Justin Fields, I've kind of kept an eye on him. And as I said at the start of the show, my friend's a Bears fan and he's up and down with him. But again... Could that be the key to us on Sunday? Justin Fields has been unpredictable. He's been sacked quite a lot of times. Yeah. He's turned the ball over quite a lot of times. I mean, I didn't watch the full Bears game versus the Buccaneers. I had it Rod Zone on and I had their game on in the corner because it was a Sky game. And the Buccaneers just at ease, just went down the field. It didn't even look difficult for them. So it looked like a very similar game plan to Kyle. You know, Lenny Fournette pounded the ball. Tom Brady didn't exactly go deep. And hopefully, Kyle has got that on tape this week. And like you've said, where do we go with that? Hopefully, Brandon Ayuk has a breakout game. Debo comes back into it. We said ahead of the Colts game, we need turnovers. And for the first five minutes, it seemed like they'd listened to the show, put it into practice. I mean, I am concerned about the um, pass interference because obviously, Josh Norman's Josh Norman. And he's shown good and he's showed very bad. And I'm hoping... Kyle said it in his press conference this week. They've worked on it. Hopefully, we don't shoot ourselves in the foot. That that's what I'm worried about on Sunday with the defense. But other than that, I'm confident that we can hold them to a low-scoring game. Um, I'm confident we can win the game. What about your boy Fred Warner, Nadji? Do you think he's going to be in for a breakout on Sunday? Yeah, I was gonna. Uh, I was honestly not going to talk about Fred because I, f- I think Fred's been solid all season. Every game, he's, he's had a good game. Um, he's just not being helped by our offense. Um, you know, not scoring points. I think if if um, if we'd been a winning season right now, uh, it would be talked as one of the best linebacker in the league again, and an all pro and all that. It's just he's doing the he's doing the dirty work that doesn't really shows, but he's, he's racking up a lot of tackle. He's you know cutting the defense and he's playing really really well. Um, but I think um, and this is my positivity positivity for Sunday is I think there's a name that we haven't we've mentioned a few times here, but I think he's going to have a big game. Um, and that's Hufanga. I can't wait to watch him play. 
um, he's starting because Jack Whiskey Tart is her. And I think that's going to be a different... I think he's going to have a, a massive game and he's going to be a difference maker. He showed it on tape in a preseason. He showed it last week when he was on the field. You can just see him. You, you, you see his numbers. As soon as he's lining up somewhere, he's flashing on the screen. And that's just the eye test. I, I think he's going to get... At least a pick. I think he's going to be massive. He's probably going to get beat as well because he's a rookie and he's playing in the NFL and he's going to have to play a full game, which, you know, it's a little difficult. But uh, yeah, that's I'm that's what I'm looking forward to on Sunday. Um, I might have to switch off when our offense is on and, uh, <laughs> and get back into the game oh, when, I, when our defense is. No, no, I'm not turning off. I'm, 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 I'll be watching, but I might be, you know, talking to my partner or doing something else. <laughs> uh, do you think... Are you, are you on board with me and off, uh, Gareth? Do you think he's the key yeah. this week? I mean, let's let's give him a go. The the team needs a spark from somewhere, but maybe it is one of one of these rookies is going to grab their chance, like like Elijah Mitchell did, um, and like some of the other guys. Uh, it's disappointing they're not seeming to get the chance, like like Trey Sermon. I hope he he can he can do the same, um, and I hope we actually just see. I mean, suit up Lenore. Why? Why? Why not? It's we've seen what the alternative is. We're yeah. going to get him some snaps. I mean, there's been more confusing stuff from Shanahan about saying uh, players will only get better by playing, and then sort of saying, "Well, but I don't see the point of playing players just to give them the experience if they're not ready." And it's uh, he doesn't he doesn't seem to either know himself or or communicate it. And I think you know the players are listening to that and thinking, "Well, what does that mean? Mm. Am I?" It doesn't matter how hard I train this week. I'm a rookie. I ain't going to get on the field. You know, what, what kind of attitude is that? We It's different from what we had in a couple of years ago where we had the undrafted guys and, and the rookies. And in training camp, Shanahan was like, we don't care if you're a first round pick or, or undrafted. If you're good enough, you can show it in camp. You'll get the chances. And that just seems to have sort of gone out the window, really, with, with the lack of production we've seen from from the rookies when we know Lenore is possibly going to have some, some rough plays, but has also shown enough to know that he's not going to be a complete liability. Um, and unfortunately a couple of vets have shown that, that they're a complete liability on a couple yeah. of plays. So what are, what are we losing? Um, so hopefully, you know, maybe Hafunga can show the way um, he's been forced. In. He wouldn't be starting without Tart's injury, but I think he's a guy who's going to grab his opportunity. Because he, kn- he knows there's a starting job there for next season, I think. So, um, yeah, let's see him, um, um, you know, bring bring a bit of passion, uh, make a play or two um, and fire up the team. And he can fire up both sides of the team if, if, if your defence is making plays. Yeah. Uh, your offence goes great. We get another chance uh, against a tired defence. We get to go out and, and, uh, and address what we did poorly on the last drive. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm all in. It's, it's something to look for and it's... It's thanks. It's a it's a nice nice positive thing to look forward to. On bluntly, a game that I haven't kind of actually been looking forward to. <laughs> it's, it seems more like more duty to watch it than an actual joy. But there we go. Prove I me mean, wrong, Carl, please. Yeah. I mean the serve and grace, Gareth. Like you said, it's a five o'clock game. Five o'clock. So yeah. For us in the UK, that that that's I say epic. It's Halloween. Some hard girls aren't happy about that. Um, and yeah. for me, I circled it on the calendar because the reason I got into the NFL was I, I used to work a different place a few years ago 
and there was a Bears fan and we had a dress down work day and he came in and is it a Brian Erlinger jersey? Oh, okay. And I was like, what's, what's that? It was like American football. And then when Ruby was born and was up in the night, I remember watching a game and coming into work the next day and talking about it and he tried to steer me towards the Bears. Obviously, <laughs> I hung my hat on the 49ers. So I always, when Choice. we play the Bears, I think this is a game that I have circled. And on the positive note, I was watching the... Remember when Jimmy was mic'd up against the Titans in 2017? Mm-hmm. I was watching that on Game Pass the other day. And just the difference, the positivity, the energy, the bounce mm. that he had. And like you said, at the moment, we're all kind of doom and gloom. I mean, the weather played a massive part on Sunday when you watch the game back. And I'm not making excuses. We, we were terrible. But hopefully, this Sunday coming, like you've both said, just needs a spark. Just one play at a time. Maybe Kyle needs to not be too over clever with his game plan. You know, go back mm. to that season when we had Jimmy and it was a shortened playbook, wasn't it? Jimmy himself said there was times he was on the sideline thinking, right, what's the play? I've never rehearsed this one before. Maybe he's got a little bit off script because that sometimes unnerves the defence if they think they know that's coming. And like you've said, Gareth, it just seems strange. Mitchell, Sermon, why not get them in the game a bit more? I do think we'll run the ball better on Sunday. What do you think about that? Now, do you think we'll be running the ball a lot better than we did last week? Or do you think Jimmy's going to be airing it out for 300 yards? No, I think <laughs> our, you know, our identity starts by running the ball. That's what Carl does. Um, he's not going to start herring it out and you know, dropping by 60, 60 times to, to pass it. Um, I think the, the Bears' defense has kind of been um, pretty bad in a passing, but They've not been great in rushing either. I think them missing Khalil Mack as well is is absolutely gigantic, and they'll definitely make it easier to run towards where he used to be. Um, you know, on the right side most of the time. No, I think I I agree, but you know, I think loads of analysts have said Mitchell is great, and he's you know he's he's an amazing back for where he is right now. But he needs something else, some something somebody that can run between the tackles when the stretch thing doesn't work anymore just to it's not even just about giving him a rest or you know showing uh, allegiance to somebody else it's just to keep the defense honest because if you stretch 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 the defense is going to adjust and that's just not going to work anymore and then you're going to have to run through the tackle if that's what you want to do and having somebody like sermon with a bigger body i think more speed downhill you know short speed uh, I'm not saying he's faster than Mitchell, but I think he's faster in in shorter distance, uh, so quicker, I would say. Then uh, it just then the defense goes, oh, hold on a second. When this guy's in, they might go there, but they might also go this way, and it just makes the whole offense a little bit more unpredictable, which I think is something every fan um, has been, you know, screaming for. So, um, so I, I don't see us doing any much more different unless obviously something really bad happens and we're you know 14 points down and we have to hurry it but let's not we not come to that otherwise it's going to be a gloomy someday gloomy gloomy but we'll have sweets and you know so that'll be good well like i said at the start of the show Nadji, it'll be seen whether it's a trick or a treat yeah. having a five o'clock game on sunday who who knows yeah i think you know we're we're hoping on the individual players, uh, yeah. you know, winning it for us because I think that there's not much confidence in in the coaching or the offensive execution uh, uh, overall. Um, 
that you know that's that's what's got to change. We've we've got to stop the slide. I think of of just being worse and worse in in yeah. games. Yeah. Uh, so obviously, good. the well of the team is low. It's it's on the floor. We the two games we've coming up against the Cardinals and the Rams. If we lose to the Bears and go into those games on lows, yeah, you know it could get even worse because uh, it's always though. against a, a divisional opponent. Um, so it's a it's another must win game, and I think we've got to arrest that slide and and get back to something that we're good at. Um, and and stick to that, even even if it is sort of predictable and and it's only it's only getting us so far. Um, it's better than the kind of scattergun mess that our offense currently is of of seemingly random stitched together plays, most of which don't seem to kind of work out. But yeah, can it get worse? Yes, but let's hope it's uh, it, it doesn't. Uh, and, and the Bears game has come at a good time. Let's face it; it's uh, yeah. we. We could be going into, say, a visit to the Rams and the Seahawks in the next two games. So we've got another chance to fix it. So, Well, I think we've covered pretty much everything at the moment, do you reckon, gentlemen? Anything yeah. else you want to add in? Or... No, no. No, I've I think got... we've done it with the best, we? <laughs> <laughs> Got a slight public service announcement. As uh, Gareth mentioned in the last show, we have the meet-up in Bristol uh, against the Vikings for the now-known Gowland Bowl. So if you are interested in coming, please head over to the Facebook page and tag that you're coming, just so we know. Thanks once again to everyone that listens to the show. Remember to subscribe and rate us on iTunes. Also check out our YouTube channel by searching for the 49 Faithful UK. Until next time, stay safe. And go Niners. Like Joe Montana in the corner, D Clark. Garrison Hurst, Stiff Farm going 99. Don't get it twisted. One and all with prime time. John Taylor, Jerry Rice down the sideline. NDB, greatest owner of all time. Groovy, Walgreens, Bill Belichick with all students of Bill Washington.